Hello, I'm Melanie Riding and this is the Riding Footloose podcast. These podcasts are also available in video and sometimes written format and can be found at youtube.com forward slash riding footloose or riding2nz.com. Thank you for listening and do give me some feedback. I'm always keen to hear your thoughts. Hi everyone, I hope you've had a good week. Um, My focus this week has been to try and be organised, to not boom and bust, and the duathlon round two, which was today. I also got the first COVID jab and I have been invited up um, as category three, the way they're rolling it out in New Zealand, which is uh, the elderly and permanently disabled. So that has been my week. The COVID jab. Good morning. Well, today I am uh, having a COVID jab. Now, the circumstances around that were a bit strange because I heard that there were people that were younger and able-bodied getting COVID jabs. And I thought, that's a bit strange because the government had announced the elderly, vulnerable and disabled, and then the rest of the population. And I hadn't had a call. So I phoned the helpline, gave them my medical reference number, and they, they said, oh yeah, we'll give you an appointment on Friday. So yeah, the uh, the rollout of the vaccine here in New Zealand is a bit questionable. Anyway, um, I don't think I've got a choice in what type of vaccine. I think we have the Pfizer vaccine here. Don't really know too many people that have had it, so I'm not sure really what to expect. But I just want to point out another stupidity, a bit of stupidity here. We don't have to wear masks in the in the general population in New Zealand because we don't have any community COVID. But I have to wear a mask when I go to the COVID jab centre. Anyway, I'll report back later and let you know how it went. Later. COVID vaccine number one, done. Um, Curious, I was asked why I was there. Um, So that's a kind of a good sign. I don't look as disabled as I used to. However, um, I had to sit for 20 minutes and wait to see if I had any adverse effects. And there was like a... It's like a waiting room full of people that had to do that. Uh, I feel fine. My arm is fine. Um, It's had absolutely no effect on me so far. We are now a few hours afterwards. I'll see whether anything changes over the next couple of days. If I'm still feeling fine by around about Sunday, then that's normally, it's normally develops in the first couple of days. So I have the Pfizer vaccine and it was just fine. I've got no trouble. Um... My arm is not even sore. So, yeah, uh, it's quite simple, really. Nothing to worry about. The problem with the COVID jab is there is not the mass amount of people to ask to take the average answer for any question you want to know about it. Because in every country, only a limited amount of people have had it. Um, We haven't had waited a number of years. So we don't know how effective it is. It's a bit like um, if you were to ask someone whether they've had the flu jab. You know, so many people have had the flu jab. It's been going for years. We'll be able to 
um, sort of roughly guesstimate based on mass population numbers and answers to questions whether it's effective or not. But with the COVID jab, it's just so up in the air. But um, I had no question about whether I needed to have it or not because, well, I have got family that are overseas. And if I want to visit any of them at any point, whether it be an emergency or planned, I'm going to need to have the jab because I'm not going to be able to travel without it. That said, it would also be a little bit more dangerous for me than the average fully fit, wealth, health, healthy uh, individual because of my disability and the extra risks that will pose. So I really had no queries about having to have it. So I had it in the top of this arm. And if you're English, you'll know what I'm talking about. It felt a little bit like when I was in my teens and early 20s having to have the BCG. I don't know if they did that in New Zealand, did you? Um, that was um, a booster vaccine we had, used to have when we were at school and it left your little scar on your arm and it felt a little bit like that sort of like the top of my arm sort of felt a little bit dead and a little bit sore but nothing more than that I mean I still was able to move it around and the next day I felt fine I haven't physically felt sick or you know less energy or not none of that stuff it's all been absolutely fine um my next vaccine part two is booked for the middle of August so we'll see how that goes then organization and my boom bust tendency being organized well i have been um writing down reflections on every day and reflections on my week i've been looking at the week plan looking at what is i've got i've got up ahead of me and planning accordingly and that's nothing unusual but when you're not working full time it is a little bit unusual um and as as well as that i feel well as in I'm not sick but I physically and emotionally can't do what I, what I would do if I was uh before injury so it's been really tricky and I'm a I'm getting a bit of an expert at boom and bust and I keep getting told off by my physio and by my occupational therapist and all the other people about my boom and bust so I'm trying hard to not do that um, so that means today and tomorrow I I've got to take it easy because I had the duathlon part two this morning and last month when I did it I was wasted afterwards and so tired the next day and I couldn't understand why because it was only a little duathlon it only took me an hour uh, but everybody's like yeah but you know the emotional part of it having to figure out how to do everything as well as the physical challenge of it last month it felt really hard um, the bike section, I have been riding, I've been riding the bike here in the inside. I've been riding um, that bike, but I, ha oops. <laughs> I have not been riding too much outside because of the weather. Well, actually, no. And the last time I was riding outside was the last duathlon. And it's quite different to riding inside, even though I've got a smart trainer and all of that jazz. It's very different. So, as added to that, We've got the bike leg that um, Ryoji made, which is over there. Now, I'd only used it once, and that was in the last duathlon. And I had so much trouble trying to get the foot clipped into the pedal at the end of uh, transition. I thought it was just me being an idiot that day. But uh, I went out to check the bike over and everything last night, 
and I was having the same problem. I couldn't get the clip, bike, clip, foot, clip in the bike, back in the foot, clip. So I was ready for throwing the bike um, out the door and abandoning the duathlon. Um, but I ended up having to work through it and exercise my patience and drink tea in between and things like that. So here is what the duathlon went like. Wensley Cycles Winter Duathlon Series, round two. So the first problem is, I don't have it here, the foot that we've got, that, we, that I take off and put on for the mountain bike isn't working at all. Now, what I discovered after much analysis is a mountain bike shoe, the, the cleat is embedded into the shoe. Now, I don't too much about mountain bikes. I don't ride them only because I can't ride that one yet. Um, but the, there is like a slot that guides the cleat into its place and it's embedded in the sole. So you just stick your foot in and it does what it has to do because of the surface of the shoe around it. Now, when you take the shoe off and just have the clip, oh my God, it is almost impossible to get that cleat into the into the pedal. Absolutely uh, impossible. I was screaming and tearing my hair out. And I thought there was something wrong with the pedal, something wrong with the clip. I thought Ryoji had done something wrong. And then as, as it turns out, it's such a fine little adjustment that you've got to make for pushing it in. It relies heavily on the shoe around it. And I just couldn't do it when the clip is by itself. So I thought, well, I give up, I'm not doing it. Then I had a brainwave. So my mountain bike at the moment, I need to go and get it, has got two different pedals on it. I took the pedal off that bike over there, the road bike, and put it on the left-hand side of the mountain bike. So it's got a road bike pedal on one side and it's got a mountain bike pedal on the other side. Why is that? Because the mountain bike shoe clips in just fine and I can walk with it. I need to be able to walk with one foot at least because I can't walk with the other one with the, with the bike leg on. So bike has got odd pedals on it and the road cleat clips in perfectly okay. I think I've got it sorted. Then I notice the hydraulics are not working in the dropper post. Now this is the second or third time I've had this trouble. So that bike is going back to the shop and they're giving me a different part because I am tearing my hair out over it. I couldn't get the dropper post to work, the hydraulics have gone. So that means that I can't get the, I can't push the lever and the seat doesn't pop up. That's how I get started. So I was sitting, puzzling over this for ages and ages and how the hell we could manage this and I tried with the bike on the trainer and I could not get up onto it or down off it with my left foot clipped in at all. There's no strength in it. So what did we do? A track start. Luckily, today's uh, handler is a, a mountain biker. So the, he had to hold the back of the seat and hold the bike up. I climb on, clip both feet in, tell him when I'm ready and off I go. That's how we tackled it. So the bike is going back to the shop tomorrow. I also need another set of pedals because it's got odd pedals and this one's got only one pedal. So I'm gonna have to go and get the pedal and put it back on this bike, but I can't do that every time I go riding. And I'm going to have to take this leg to Ryoji on Friday and say, hey Ryoji, half of your engineering worked, but half of it didn't. So what we're gonna do now. So that's the mechanics of it. I also organized the transition a bit better. So I had it all laid out like I would have before, having scratched my head and wondered how the hell I'm gonna do it with a chair and whatnot. I laid it 
towel so that when I've got the liner turned inside out, it does, all the stones off the ground don't get stuck on it. So we've got a towel on the floor, the bike leg on the towel along with the shoe. Normally it would be a pair of shoes and a hat. We'll only have one foot. So we've got a shoe, a leg and a hat. Then uh, uh, the crutches are with the handler and the chair is on a diagonal facing it. When I go into transition one, we take leg off, put leg on, change shoe, give me the crutches and away we go. Now I need to speed up in the leg changing thing, but at least I have a system. And then coming back the other way, we do the opposite. I have the crutches, crutch, 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 swap the leg back to a shoe, off we go again. So it worked out a lot better. So much so, when I started off on the first section, the walk, I was barely using the crutches and I felt like I was going quite a yomp of a pace. So much so that both of my walk um, sections are just over 12 minute kilometres. Now, I was on 14 and a 15 minute kilometres last month. So that's pretty damn good for an improvement. And I knocked off almost three minutes off those two run sections, nearly two minutes off the first one, nearly a minute off the second one. And I didn't need the crutches anywhere near as much. I took them with me just because my muscles fatigue at the end, the last, you know, so wee bit of the kilometre. I uh, couldn't probably walk any further than a kilometre, but it worked nicely. And then on the bike, I decided I was not going to chase my friend Liz. I was just going to do my little old thing and go at the speed that I thought I could go at because I've got quite a good self-awareness. It's how I was coached before when I was racing. And so that meant that I knocked off almost a minute off of my bike section because I didn't go off like a rocket and then die before the end. Excellent. So all in all, almost four minutes was knocked off my time overall. 24, five seconds off of the transitions in total, a couple of minutes off of the walk sections and another minute nearly off of the bike section. So I'm feeling pretty damn chuffed about all that, actually. Uh, I didn't intend to bust any records. Joel, the lovely physio, was like, what is your goal? Well, my goal is to get through transitions a bit better. I don't have grand goals. So I'm feeling pretty happy. The transitions definitely were better. I probably could um, sharpen up the changing of the leg part and getting on the bike part when the dropper post gets fixed. And then the next part would be to work out how to ride the road bike and how to stop and start on the road bike. Hmm. If I can get that bike onto the track, that would have me roaring round. Anyway, that is my week and I'm feeling all in all pretty chuffed with that, considering we are coming up to maybe a week or so off of 10 months post amputation. And the next and last thing is the next problem that I'm going to have with the limb centre. More leg problems of a different type because I um, have had the approval to have a bike leg made properly, not with cast off parts. Yes. So I'm going next week to have that made. And I said, I thought, right, great. We've got that. So next step. Okay, Re okay, Ryoji. Um, can we have a K4 ankle? Now, the difference between the one I've got, K3 and K4, is cushioning. And it's done with a pump, an air pump. So you have the hydraulics of the ankle movement and cushioning. Now, 
I emailed him and said, can we upgrade this to cushioning so I can do a bit of jumping and dashing and, you know, changing of direction and speed and stuff like that. And he says, oh, is that foot not working for the massage? Yeah, it's working quite well, actually, like I showed you last week. But I want to be able to jump as well. Oh, you can't do that. What do you mean I can't do that? Well, because you need a carbon fibre blade for that. So, man, I'm going to have a car full of legs. Or maybe I'll have a wardrobe full of legs. You know, like women have a wardrobe full of shoes. Perhaps I'll have a wardrobe full of legs. So that's the next thing we're going to have to talk about is the personal training side of things. Am I going to need a blade for that? Because this foot doesn't allow me to jump. Honestly, when I started the duathlon today, the beginning of the walk, first walk section, I felt great. All the runners running off into the distance. Man, I was so tempted to try running a few steps, but I can't because it's like running in lead a lead concrete boot because it just goes no cushioning whatsoever. But I really feel like I could if they gave me the right equipment. So that's the next little challenge that I'm going to tackle. Meanwhile, to the rest of today and the best part of tomorrow, feet up and relax because I'm trying to avoid the boom and bust. Come what may, even though my brain is saying, oh, what shall I do next? So that's what I did this week. Uh, have you got any questions for me or about anything at all? Let me know. Otherwise, I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. As always, I'd love to hear your feedback. If there's anything you want to add or any questions you want to ask, please do just get in contact. Otherwise, I'll talk to you again soon.